Dope Discussions Podcast. Dope Discussions, Gator, Erica, Woke Discussions. Mob ties, how they rock and think they both was cousins. Gifting you with their words so you might know you something. Just go and look for them live. They do it every Sunday. Every Sunday. And we gon' bring you that dope. And we gon' bring you that dope. It's gonna be the baby. Make state to state, baby, coast to coast. Like the vibe, baby, spark the jokes. And we gon' bring you that dope. Don't talk with Erica, man, talk with G. And all you gotta do is talk with me. And we gon' bring you that dope. And we gon' bring you that dope. And we gon' bring you that dope. Good evening. Good evening, everybody. Hey, hey, hey. Welcome back to another episode of Dope Discussions Live. Happy New Year. Happy 2022. This is our very first episode of the year. So excited to be back, but I ain't gonna lie. I did enjoy those two weeks off. It's been so long since we just took a Sunday off from doing the show as much as we love the show. It felt good to just have those two Sundays off because my big thing is um, my big motto has always been Sunday is my lazy day to just do nothing or whatever I feel like doing. Happy, happy new year. Welcome on in the show, y'all. I see uh, Jennifer, Jennifer Pasima. Welcome to the show. And we got MASB30. Welcome to the show. Thank y'all so much for tuning in. If you are new to the channel or if you are a returning viewer, please go ahead and like this video so that we can get more exposure in the algorithm and more people will be joining us as we have this conversation tonight with our special guest. Um, But before we get our special guest out here, I just want to ask everybody, how are y'all looking forward to the new year? Are you excited? Did you have, did you make any new year's resolutions? Have you already fallen off of those resolutions already? I don't make them no more. I don't make resolutions no more. I always say if I'm, if I'm doing what I'm supposed to be doing at the end of the year, I never have to say new year, new me. I just say new year, same me, new growth. That's my motto. I'm going to keep growing. And, um, you know, so I think that will inspire me and others to not just go hard and heavy in the beginning of the year and then fall off somewhere down the line and then feel like you got to start all over again in the new year. Just keep it going. And if you fall off, there's always a new day. There's always another 24 hours to start over again. You don't have to wait for a whole new year to come around and uh, chase your goals and do what you want to do in your life. So we have a great special guest. As y'all can see, we're missing our co-host. He is backstage. He's getting himself ready. He's actually at the Atlanta 
Falcons and the Saints game, he has something inciting today. He actually interviewed the mayor, the new mayor of Atlanta. And so he's getting himself prepared to join us, you know, from his car. But the Saints won. So <laughs> I'm happy about that. Who that? Who that? Who that said they're going to beat them Saints? And when he get in here, he's going to really act a fool. <laughs> but our guest backstage, Miss Larissa Bates, um, she was actually introduced to the show by Gator. Um, he has been, you know, following her and admiring her work. And then when I um, started following her and start taking a look at the work that she does, I'm so excited to, I started asking questions backstage and I was like, wait, hold up, hold up. I got to save this for the show so the people can also hear the answer to the questions that I have. I was just so excited to get into it. So without further ado, I'm going to go ahead and bring out our special guest, Miss Larissa Bates. Hey, how Hello. you doing? Hello, Erica. How are you Welcome doing? to the show, beautiful lady. Ah, thank you. Thank you for Happy New Year. As we were, you know, talking earlier, like how you know, how long do we say it? Yes. Uh, but uh, I always like to say that at least until January thirty first, or for people that I have not seen. And of course, you know, with everything going on with the with lockdowns and pandemics and all that, you know, it's it's really good to at least have some face time. Exactly. So how are you feeling about 2022? You're excited about what's come? Oh my goodness. I you know, I have to say that my favorite holiday is actually New Year's Eve. Yeah. And that gives me the opportunity. I know what uh I love it when you say that, you know, it is a new year but the same you. Yeah. I love that. Um, but I spend that time actually uh, reflecting on mm -hmm. the year uh, that the previous year and what I have in store for the new year. And I always write down my goals yeah. for the new year. But this year I decided to do what is called a, a scripting party, which is basically, you know, you script out your life. You script out, you know, the next, I don't know, next month, next year, but just writing out everything that I I anticipate happening uh, yeah. throughout the year. So I get really, really excited. So I'm, I mean, I'm like a kid in a candy store, <laughs> but I'm, I'm really excited about uh, what's in store. Yeah. I'm looking forward to it. I am so excited. Um, I know we've been in a pandemic for the last two years, but you know, I think every year we get that hope that maybe this year, you know, it will start to taper off and we would get back to what we consider normal life. But I really believe that this is the new normal. And if you yeah. haven't already made adjustments in your, you know, in the way you move and how you think, then you might be uh, upset to find out that it's not going to go back to what it was before this. Yeah. I, I agree. I think that you know one of the things like for me, even during the downtime, I decided that you know you have to make a choice. So every day that you have an opportunity to wake up and see a new fresh day is a do-over. So yes. when I know a lot of people feel very down and out, but I know that you know what I love about dope discussions and you know, especially tonight talking about you know mental health, right? Yes. And yes. what we need to do to have that me time, whatever that looks like for you, 
to be mm-hmm. able to, you know, absorb everything and sort of decide on you know, what your sanctuary is. And so I love when you talk about on, on Sundays and how that is your lazy day. Yeah. But, you know, for me, it's like, you know, I'm so busy during the week and just the weekend, I try to at least limit a lot of the activities to basically to regroup and, yeah. and uh, you know, to build that source up again, right? So I think that's what's so, it's so important. Whatever that, whatever that looks like, you know, you got to basically, you know, take a breath and to breathe and meditate. And, you know, I'd love to take my naps, right? <laughs> so they're always like, what are you doing? I was like, my Saturdays and Sundays, if I can get in a nap, even if they say that, I, I think I read something about, even if it's a minimum of like 20 minutes, yeah. it really does energize. So yeah. I just think, you know, take a day, whatever that day is, just I'm not going to do anything, but veg out, watch TV. But and then just to regroup and get ready for, you know, the week. Yes. And, you know, as you were speaking about that, it's I haven't always been this way my whole life. I've always felt like I had to be on the go constantly, constantly. And if I did take a break for myself or just took a day to do nothing, I always had some type of guilt that Mm -hmm. you could have been doing something more productive with that time. But now I understand that that is productive. Taking that time to do nothing is part of being productive. Love that. Love that. Yeah. I have a friend of mine who told me that, uh, you know, he's also a a writer. So, uh, you know, always I uh, on my Instagram, I do something called I have my little series. It's called doing the most. So it's literally five people who are just. I mean, there it's everything from outrageousness to being super duper funny to just this breath of talent. And I just, uh, you know, I'm up in the middle of the night and I would say that I'm up with the IG streets, right? Like going yeah. to see what do I want to post? What moves me? And I thought that, that was something that I wanted to do during the pandemic. That's how it started. So it's almost been two years where I literally go through and I'm just post a couple of posts a day, but mm-hmm. it's really start the day so that whoever is watching, maybe it's a give them a chuckle, maybe it gives them a laugh, maybe it gives them something to think about. But that's for me, that's a way to one, give back, but also to just bring out the emotion. So I do that, you know, I pretty much try to do that every day to find something that's unique or something that's, that's you know, that just really moves me and it just gets my it gets my day going so it might be a song that i hadn't heard in a really really long time and i'm like yep that's it and so it just helps me to rev up my energy and hopefully that you know i'll spread it to you know the people that follow me and i'm always getting comments and now it's so funny people are actually sending to me on my in my dm saying this is a doing you know add this to you're doing the most you know, posts. And so I, you know, I look through them and, you know, but this, you know, to me, that's a lot of fun and just sort of decompresses. And, that's beautiful. Uh, I love that. So what I want to start off with is I just want you to take your time and kind of introduce yourself to the viewers, tell them, you know, about your background, what you do. And then we're going to talk about um, Bernice Jenkins and how you got started with that, the inspiration behind that. And um, I want you to kind of tell people, you know, what led up to it. And then we're gonna talk about how they can go and get their hands on this book. 
Awesome. Wow. So how far do you want me to go back, Erica? Because I can go. I mean, I, I got time. I got time. <laughs> oh, man, don't get me started. Don't get me started. Uh, so, you know, my name is, uh, you know, Larissa Bates, and I am originally from a very, very small town. Um, shout out to uh, Brook Neal, Virginia, uh, which is located in uh, it's central, it's central Virginia. Um, it's literally, if you look at on the map and this looks like a little triangle, we're literally smacked dead in the middle of, of, of the, uh, of the state. So I, you know, I'm a, originally a farm girl, grew up, grew up on a farm. Wow. Yeah. yeah. And, uh, you know, I'm a, one of four, four children. And so shout out to my brothers and my sister, yeah. um, you know, housing junior horse and, and Lisa. And um, when I, you know, went to finish up school, I went to the University of Virginia, where I, you know, have a great, you know, great community. I think it's really important to always have this, you know, great community of, of, of people and all walks of life. And, you know, I think about so many years, I won't necessarily give you my age, but uh, <laughs> I've, been around a, I've been around a while, but I have these amazing friends. And so when I graduated from school, I moved to New York. And, uh, you know, I was always wanted to be a writer. And okay. so, and I decided, the, you know, the path that I took. So I pretty much, you know, went around a little bit, but pretty much ended up back at the Showtime Networks where I was actually, you know, looking at screenings of movies and series and short films. And, you know, I've just loved it. Like, I've always loved entertainment. And I knew okay. that, you know, early on that that's what I really wanted to do. So... Having to a, a dual track where I had the being an executive and also being, you know, the creative and the creative side of me pretty much helped to keep me balanced okay. um, during as I was building my career. And so as years went on that I, you know, I shifted and moved over to BT Networks, where I'm responsible for acquiring content for the network, wow. as well as, um, you know, producing movies for the network. So, um, you know, if you guys are interested in some really good original content, then, you know, definitely check out like some of the movies that we've done, especially we've just completed our, you know, Christmas, around the Christmas movies. Okay. So that was exciting. So during this time, we talked about, you know, what really moves me is the fact that not only was I doing that, I just wanted to, you know, have all of this energy and all these different ideas. So, one of my favorite characters I came up with um, Bonita Renee Jenkins. And okay. she is a super, so she is a hair, hairstylist turned secret agent. <laughs> I love it. So, yeah. <laughs> so, uh, you know, the first book, uh, you know, was launched. Um, actually, it was, I self published it about, you know, about eight or nine years ago. Mm -hmm. um, but unfortunately, being an executive, uh, won out. So, okay. you know, I, I was able to get it out for a bit and it was it was fun and then a friend of mine actually read the book and said wait a minute i found it on amazon is this you and i said yeah it's me so he read it and he said wait a minute as he's starting to think about this he goes you're a writer's writer like you actually can write wow and I said, yeah, yeah i can write so uh you know we you know end up he pushed me to um pitch it to a major distributor and they absolutely loved it. And they end up, you know, re during the pandemic, we launched it. The first book we, it was relaunched in October of 2020. 
Yeah. And then I worked throughout most of, uh, you know, most of 21. And uh, we just launched the second book, Bonita Renee Jenkins 2, Boxing Rings and Cages. Yeah. Well, I uh, want to show everybody while we're talking about it. I've got a visual for everybody to be able to see exactly what the books look like. Yeah. So when you go to Amazon or even Walmart, yes, ma'am, or Target, or Target, you know, you made it when you were at Walmart and, and Target. So exactly, I'm, I'm, I'm excited. But yeah, that's uh, books one and two. So um, you know, it's just that you know she's this you know young, she's you know real sassy, real spicy. I like to call her my spicy uh, you know young yeah. sister who. who really like you know she gets herself in some trouble but you know she's got a heart of gold and she cares about her family yeah and she cares about wanting to help people and when she finds herself you know she gets herself in some trouble and then she has to figure out like you know she ends up either having to go to jail or work for a secret organization mm -hmm. um you know, but there's always strings attached to it but you know she didn't want to go to jail so you know she had to give up her her life with her family and then yeah. she started uh, solving crimes, you know, so she's trying to take down one bad guy at a time. So, <laughs> yeah. And she started out as a hairstylist, right? Yes. She started yeah. off as a hairstylist. Wow. And, uh, you know, and during that time, you know, which I love about is that uh, she is um, someone that, you know, she's a third degree black belt in jujitsu. Uh -huh. She's in school. She wants to be one of those, you know, uh, the CSI. So she always had that background of doing that. So this just basically, you know, it 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 moved her, you know, into a completely different realm, uh, in a different um, environment. Yeah. But uh, she excels, and so but just she's learning. And so I remember um, when I was talking to some of the people in the book club, and they were one one of the book readers. She was like, "Wow, you know, she's so like." You know, she's so immature and I just I don't I don't understand like why she's acting this way. I said, Yeah, but you know, she got thrown into this. She's got thrown into this world. Yeah. I don't think that I don't know that many twenty five year olds or twenty four year olds that would be able to just be adults. I mean, we you know, we know now the people that are in their thirties. We still call them kids. <laughs> exactly. You know? So she's you know, she's learning. She's learning how to be able to maneuver through this new world that she has. I love Sorry. that. Well, I want to read the back of the the first book. I took a screenshot of it so I can kind of read it to everybody. You kind of get a synopsis of what the story is about. So it says, growing up in do or die bed Brooklyn, Bonita Renee Jenkins has everything going for her. A great job, loving family, loads of friends, and the hope of one day becoming a crime scene investigator. However, things change when she unknowingly crosses paths with Miguel Perkins, a hot secret agent working for a clandestine agency created to throw the book at the most untouchable of bad guys. He is hell bent on re recruiting Bonita to infiltrate the life of an ex gangbanger who has built his music empire on corruption. When Bonita is set up for a crime she didn't commit, Perkins gives her a choice, go to jail or come work for him. She knows she must give up her old life to keep the ones she loves safe. With comeback training and a full-fledged makeover, 
This former hairstylist turned secret agent plans to take down the bad guys one thug at a time. <laughs> you go, Bonita. <laughs> That's right, Bonita. That's right. She is down with the program. She is trying to, uh, you know, she can't stand the, the bad guys and she will fight to the end. I love it. That is amazing. Do you think you ever do like a screen play or like a maybe a show with Benita? Oh, absolutely, absolutely. Okay. I mean, I've actually told you truth, I've already started working on the series. Um, a lot of people, you know, telling me that you know we need to get to the you know make a movie out of it. And I was okay. like, listen, I'm down, with the pro I'm down with the program, but I think that she is so full of life. And mm -hmm. I think that she would definitely like, you know, whoever plays lead, like I always ask people like, who do you think would play Benita? You know, like who's the right, you know, but it's so interesting as I'm going through this process where, you know, a lot of people, they gravitate to some of the other characters in the book, whether it's, you know, her, her, you know, sensei, you know, Leroy, who actually trains her or it's her, you know, her grandmother, Grace, or okay. if it's her brother. Or if it's the people, you know, it's Miguel because you know, I mean, not only is action, but there's some romance that's there, yeah, uh, you know, and so you know, there's a little thriller there and there. I mean, so there's all these different elements there. I think that would just make a great, you know, a great movie, great series. But oh yeah, I mean, and she's got, you know, she's got tons and tons of adventures left in her. So I mean, you know, like I said, she just started. She just started here, and so who knows? Maybe she'll go international as well. I love it. Well, I can't wait to see it. Yeah. I'm looking yeah. forward to reading books one and two, and then, then I'm going to be on the edge of my seat. Like, what's she coming with next? Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> Erica, I'm telling you, you're going to get, you know, hooked on it. Uh, one of the things that, uh, you know, I've been told is that when it's a fast ride, it's a fast ride. So mm -hmm. when you start reading it, you don't want to put it down. Uh, so so that, that made me feel really good. I'm like, okay, great. So, you yeah. know, you guys, chance to see that you know she's a, comp a, a complex character yeah you know, she's just someone that like I said she has everything like she's got a temper but then she's loving and she's caring and she just wants the best for her family and her friends and so and she'll do whatever it takes to and also you know she wants to bring down the bad guys Look she, good. You know, just drives so I think that uh what I love about it is that, you know, I, you know, some people say, is it, you know, is that my alter ego? It's like, wow, you know, sometimes I wish that I could say certain things that she said. <laughs> <laughs> or, do, or be able to really do that. But I love the fact that she's a very fearless yeah. character. Good. You know? Well, I'm going to be in because I'm that type of person. Once I'm in, I'm into a storyline and I'm into a character. I'm in there. <laughs> so right. when the next one's coming out, I'm waiting. Yeah. You <laughs> now, that's why, you know, I have to make sure I take a little bit more, you know, more of those naps <laughs> so I can like, I can just, you know, make sure I re-energize to be able yeah. to. Well, that's right great. Into. Well, that goes right into our topic of tonight. So we're going to be talking about, <laughs> the, about the, the relationship the between, I think, is there? There was some feedback. I think Gator's back there. Um, the relationship between creativity and mental health and how do those things work together? Um, how do they affect each other? 
Mm. And you being a creative person, I know you have some good insight on how that works. I hear a lot of people who um, are creative minded say that like their creative outlet is what kept their mental health stable, is what gave them that balance. And then I've heard some people say that their their mental health kind of affected their creativity. They noticed that when they didn't take care of their mental health, they weren't as creative as they were before. So it looks like those two things work together, you know, and balance each other out. So can you speak to your personal experience with that? Yeah. I mean, I think that, you know, you, you know, you really nailed it. I think that as a creative, um, it helps me to, it really does calm me because I have so many ideas in my head and a lot of, and it helps to decompress and it's and to be able to really focus on that. For the longest time I've had to basically, it's a battle of the minds, right? Mm-hmm. Um, being a you know professional businesswoman on, and then also trying to write. Like it was, you know, it's been, it was, it was actually years before I actually, you know, picked up uh, my stories. Okay. And, but, you know, because I really focused, I was, you know, I'm, I'm very um, laser focused on mm-hmm. projects that I work on. I mean, you know, a lot of times my sister will say, well, wow, do you ever take a break? And, I, and, and the joke is always, is like, you know what, you know, rest, like I, you know, I can, you know, listen, I'm rest when I'm dead, you know? Yeah. And, and, that, right. But I feel like, you know, it, there's so many ideas, there's so many things that I want to accomplish. And I have to tell you, one of the things that really changed my approach is when, you know, I decided that, you know, for my 50th, I wanted to do something different with my 50th. And I basically. Wait a minute, decided, though. Wait a minute. We got to stop right there. Wait a minute. 50. Yes, and well, that was. Uh, uh, I'm actually 52 at this point. No way! No, 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 no! I cannot believe that! Wow! Yeah. yeah. So uh, you know, it's like it's so funny because um, when I turned before I turned 50, I wanted to do something that was just grandiose, something I'd never done before, and yeah. it was really being fearless. So I decided that I took a 30-day sabbatical and I traveled the world. Okay. So I went to I went to Paris, I went to Morocco, I went to Barcelona, I in Greece, I went to Montenegro, and I also went to Croatia. And wow. it was incredibly life-changing experience for me, where it made me think, you know, as you know, in people listen to Steve Harvey, but he says, you know, you got at this point I probably have, you know, less days ahead of me than I do behind me. Yeah. But in those times, I get excited about my life and I get excited about the things that really matter. And yeah. you, know, you talk about having this time to decompress and to be able to experience something because everything is just beautiful. And when you think if anybody does has any issues with believing that there is God in the world, travel to some of these places, travel to Greece, travel to Montenegro and Croatia and Barcelona. I mean, when I tell you they're the most beautiful places there, it, I mean, it is nothing but heaven, especially Greece, heaven on earth. Yeah. Where I don't care if you turn to the right, you turn to the left, you see the sunset, you see the sunrise, you see the water, which is like 
crystal blue. I mean, it is just like this Ooh. royal blue. I mean, it is just absolutely amazing. And it changed my life. So when I came back, that's when I really started uh, to hunker down on my writing again and wanting to share with the world these yeah. stories. And I think that we're all about, you know, we're here on this earth to service people, whatever that looks like, right? So yeah. you've got dope discussions. You're here to service people who need to hear these stories. Yes. You know, and I applaud you for taking that that opportunity to do that. So thank you. Thank you. you know, so now, like what I'm trying to do now is to basically write as many stories as I can, if they're in my head, to be able to share them with people. And I love, like I said, it's all about emotion for me and how people are going to respond to it. Not everyone's going to like it, but they're going to talk about it. And hopefully that will help them decide on what they want to do in life. But I just feel like, you know, life is so short. you mm -hmm. got to live gotta live it to the fullest. So I love that's it. That's what I try to do every day, live it to, to the fullest. I love that. Absolutely love that. And and it it sounds like you're you're traveling. It just confirmed what you already knew, but you you saw it for yourself. The the bigness and the greatness of God and all of the things that He created. And it's like that confirmed that He is real for Absolutely. you. That's Absolutely. amazing. That's amazing. And so once you came back from that trip, you were more focused and you were able to pour out what was inside of you. Absolutely. Absolutely. And I have not stopped. And when, you know, a lot of people think about when they were locked, like they said, when the lockdown. And I think that what was great about the lockdown was that you had a choice. You could either wallow in self-pity. I don't know what to do with my life. Or you basically hunker down and say, I'm going to do something for me that's going to be great. Yeah. And I'm going to excel at it. And I'm going to keep at it. And I'm going to keep pushing. I'm going to keep pushing. I'm going to keep pushing. And so during that, during that time, you know, like the last two years have been really just a, really the most incredible time of my life yeah. where I work hard. And I always say, you know, you got to work hard. You got to play hard. And you got to rest hard. You got to do all those three. Yes. You know? <laughs> <laughs> Finally exactly. learning that lesson. You play hard, you rest just as hard. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So have you ever had a period in your life where your creativity was hindered or you felt like it wasn't at its optimum level because of things in your life? Oh, absolutely. Uh, you know, I think that, you know, one of the things has been the toughest time for me was when I was actually my second year of college, mm -hmm. where uh, unfortunately I lost both my parents four months apart. Oh, wow. So yeah, first semester oh, was my cool. father, you know, um, and then my mother died of a broken heart. I always like to say my second yeah. semester. And, you know, I made a choice. So it was, you know, either I decide to, you know, go back home and, and not know what I want to do in my life or take this opportunity and make them proud. And so I just really, you know, focused as much as I can because, you know, the joke is that, you know, I've always, you know, I thought I was going to be a singer, right? So I was, you know, writing songs and singing and, and unfortunately that, that basically, that changed uh, for me. And I mm -hmm. started less singing and more writing you know, writing plays. 
Yeah. Uh, I've had a couple of off off Broadway's plays, um, you know, um, produced. But then I started uh, really focused on behind the scenes. Mm-hmm. And, you know, and it just changed. And that actually helped me grow as a person and deal with the grief of losing your parents at such a young age. Yeah. And so now, you know, I just, I just, you know, I use every emotion, even in my writing. If it's, if it's sad, then I'm going to write that. If, if I'm happy, I'm going to write that. So you, that's when you make it, you know, your characters very complex. I love but, that. The greatest, the greatest artists, they draw from real life experiences, real emotions. And when that, when that translate out, you feel it, you connect with it. Um, that's why we get so, um, so connected to singers, you know, artists who actually put in their, put in their songs, real life things that they're going through at that time. Yeah. And those are some of the songs that we connect with the most and that we hold on to. So, yeah, I definitely agree with that. Yeah. You know, people, you know, people think a lot of times my friends are like, what are you listening to? I was like, I am old school. Like I, my favorite, <laughs> you know, I will listen to whether it's Phyllis Hyman yeah. or Anita Baker or, oh, Whitney Houston. But, you know, my favorite artist of all time, I have to say, is Sam Cooke. Really? Every single song he has, he's got a voice like an angel. He's just in this just this crooner that's amazing. And some of the songs are, you know, just uplifting. They're fun. And some of them really like, you know, just really get you. Yeah. And so, you know, I always and then there's just a few songs that I can literally play every single day. There's a new one. It's uh, uh, I think it's called uh, you know, Jerusalem. And it is just this incredible song and I and actually took the time to listen to the words like pull the words up on Google and I was like wow, wow. you know she gets it. you know she's really talking about how you know you know God is he's, he's in everything that we yes. do and how we do it so but you know those are the things that you know really make me happy so I know for me I focus on things that really do make me happy and yeah. when I feel like I'm hitting a little low, it's okay. As one person would say, you have to own it. You have to own the good and you have to own the bad. And you shouldn't have to feel bad because you own the bad. Yes. You know? You've got to accept it. Like, you know, you just, you know, but you don't want to wallow in it. I own it. I'm here. I'm going to deal with it for a minute. I'm going to take a nap. I'm going to, when, when I get up the next day, I'm not going to allow that to ruin my next day. Yes. So, really, really important when people think about how to make a change, how to, you know, how to get out of the slump because everybody, you know, everybody goes through these bouts of sadness. Yeah. But we don't have to live there and we shouldn't be living. I think that's one of the biggest, um, most important messages of this time is we're starting to understand that um, all of the emotions that we feel need to be felt there there's some emotions that we feel that we try to avoid that we try to ignore that we try to push down because we we haven't been taught how to actually process them how to actually identify them and to just sit with it 
and yeah. process it and then go through it. But instead, we've we've developed a lot of unhealthy ways to distract, um, to avoid, um, to suppress. But if you can just sit with those feelings and and um, and own them and then go through them, um, that creates a lot of more emotional intelligence and maturity that I'm starting to see coming along in the next generations, because in our generation, we didn't talk about that stuff. Correct. You know, and we just dealt with it. You know, we did other things to take our minds off of it, but um, being able to actually sit with it and talk about it. And the big thing now is therapy, therapy, therapy. It's not a bad word. It's not a cuss word. It doesn't mean that you're a pariah in society. It just means that you need help developing a skill that you don't have right now. Exactly. Well, you know, so you know, one of the things that I do uh, at BET is that, you know, we actually launched a couple years ago short stories. Like, and they were, it's basically under our BET Her Presents and and focus on mental health we focus on breast cancer we focus on you know how women and the black women in the you know in the community black women how we're dealing with all of the stresses that surround us Mm -hmm. and i i love this you know this uh, initiative because it really brings awareness it brings to you know how does how do families deal with you know mental health how do Mm -hmm. they deal with and so I think when you talk about creativity and how mental health works is that we're able to show these stories, have people to look at them, to say that, you know, something they may be able to relate to. And then we can have discussions about them yeah. around them. And we've done everything from right now. We've talked about schizophrenia. We talked about just, you know, people having anxiety attacks. You know, we're, wow. we're talking about you know, what happens when, you know, you lose a loved one, what mm-hmm. happens when you're alone and, and dealing with the stresses of life. We've even talked about what happens when, you know, you're losing your job and, and, and being in the pandemic and how to yeah. deal with that. So we, you know, really excited about, you know, how this comes up and we, you know, have two coming in uh, July, which is, our, you know, minorities in mental health. And then okay. we have two in October that really deal with women dealing with breast cancer because okay. all of that plays into it. But, you know, this is year four for our breast cancer and year three for our mental health. So, yeah. So I hope everyone will, will tune in when it comes on. Those will be airing on BET? BET Her, yes. BET okay. Her. BET in Her. July, October, but, you know, that's probably where we talk about, like I said, the creativity along with mental health, because, you know, it gives people an opportunity to see themselves on screen, the small screen, and then being able to deal with their own issues and hopefully they'll address them. Yeah. So what would be some, what's some good tips that you would give to, to, I guess, people in general, um, who are dealing with mental health issues and are not quite, you know, comfortable enough to do therapy. 
what are some things that they may be able to just do in their personal life to to balance out you know mental health issues if it's something that they don't have to get medicated for you know i mean i just think that being experienced life like walking around outside and seeing the beauty that that's there like i mean i, I just or talking to people like friends mm -hmm. about how they're feeling they shouldn't be bottled up all of these you know emotions they're having because i know a lot of times you know it, it takes a while because you know you know people might say i'm not crazy i don't need this i don't need that <laughs> and you know you find that you know but you may want to have someone to talk to yeah. about it. Um, you know, back and say when you talked about it in the old school, they're like, oh, just pray about it and just, you know, just <laughs> you know, let it go. It's going to be OK. But I think that, you know, for me, it's it's about, you know, becoming comfortable and in, in, in who you are and, and being and and as someone has once told me is that, you know, you have to forgive yourself. You've got to get yourself off the hook of feeling a certain kind of way That's and realizing it's okay. And then owning it, like you said, own that feeling and then decide what you want to do with it. And I know it seems, it seems simple, but I feel like that's a great way to start. And then once they start to read about or see themselves on, on the screen or if they, or, or start writing, you know, mm -hmm. a lot of times I learned a long time ago that helped me was journaling, you know, getting my journal, writing down my feelings, how I'm going to, you know, how do I deal with this? You know, it's everything from, you know, and I look back on them and sometimes I would say, nothing is going right in my life. I don't <laughs> know what to do next. And then as I've gone through and started writing every day and all of a sudden thing, something started to change, something mm -hmm. started to click. Mm -hmm. And I said, wow, this is great. And so the more I did that, and you know, I've got a friend who she literally has journaled every day, probably since she was a little girl. Wow. And I have someone who reads books or listening to music or, you know, finding that special place in your sanctuary. You know, I, I you know, I look back, one of the other examples that I have was that, you know, I you know, in living in New York and I lived in um, uh, in one of the neighborhoods in Crown Heights and I lived there for 10 years mm -hmm. and I was finding myself being very upset when I would come home because it would be the same people on the corner and they would just you know, like, man, can you just do something with your life? And I find myself getting very anxious and angry. And, yes. and I remember yes. at the time that someone that I was dating at the time and he said, you know, what? if this is not healthy for you, if this is not make you happy. Why don't you move? Yeah. And it's something just clicked when he said that. I was like, I think you're right. And so I made that choice, I made that choice and, I, and, I, and I changed neighborhoods. I moved to an apartment that has a beautiful view. And that changed my whole thought process and my own being. And so now when I wake up in the morning and I see the sun coming in, it just has changed my whole mood. So it's those type of things and it's the little things that could just shift it, shift it for you. So it, it might be writing, it might be listening to music, it might be, you know, having, you know, talking to friends, talking it out. And of course, you know, more importantly, getting to a point where you feel comfortable, you may need therapy. 
And it's yeah. therapy is not a is not a bad thing, you know. Yes. Um, you know, I didn't get therapy for my parents, you know, their death until I was in way in my thirties. Yeah, and I just wanted to, you know, thought I could deal with it on my own. And you know, I remember the therapist saying that, you know, you feel that you don't have a lifeline, but you do. Yeah. You've got people who love you, you got people who care about you, and so those, you know, they start to give you these little tools to help you, you know, express yourself. But I think that's to me is the biggest thing is that how are you going to express yourself? Because you don't want to internalize it. You want to get yes. it out. You know? Yes. All of that was awesome. And as you were talking, I was thinking about like at, at the onset of the pandemic, I had a brief period where I was depressed because mm -hmm. I was working from home I was home all day. And then when I get off work, I'm still at home. And so I started to feel like this is the same cycle over and over again. I'm not seeing anything different. And what I had to do was create a routine for myself, um, give myself permission to, you know, this was a big thing for me is I always prided myself on multitasking but I'm at a point in my life now where I cannot do that. I have to focus on one thing at a time or I won't get anything done. And so I've given myself permission to focus on one thing at a time and all of those other things will have to wait. That's it. I also get myself up in the morning and every morning I make sure I open all windows, all blinds, and I let natural light in every day. That was something that I noticed was keeping my mood down was not having that natural light, not having exposure to natural light. And then I started making sure, making sure that even whatever time I get off work, I get outside at some point of the day and just breathe some fresh air or just sit in my backyard or go to the park and take a walk. Um, all of those things in a combination just brought me out of that depressive state. And I think if people just do little bitty things, adjustments to just if if it just improves your mood temporarily, then you'll you'll be able to add on to that and add on to that until your mood overall has been brought back up and balanced again. And, you know, talking to other people, having a community of people and actually verbalizing what I was feeling in the inside and having that. Um, being heard and understood and then reciprocated, that was also a big thing for me, being able to talk about it because I've never been a big talker of my own internal thoughts and feelings. And mm -hmm. being able to do that really changed everything for me. So I think if people would understand that talking, talking things out, even if you're talking out loud to yourself, Right. I used to think as a kid, I used to see people talking to themselves and I was like, that person's crazy. Now I'm like, I talk to myself and I know I'm not crazy. <laughs> Some things you just have to hear out loud. <laughs> I just want to say ain't nothing wrong with talking to yourself. Nothing wrong at all. I made a... Uh, a living off of that. <laughs> you know, I used to be the little boy that's sitting on the park uh, bench, just sitting up there looking at the sky and just talking. And folks be looking at him like, "Yeah, he a little throw." 
<laughs> but guess you know what? That was my own therapy at the time. Sometimes it does, like you said, Eric. Sometimes it is better to just talk it out. Oh, by the way, hey everybody out there in the virtual hey, how y'all doing? <laughs> it was so good. Larissa is so good. I was just listening to it. I was like, oh, he won't say that. I'm just gonna sit here and just listen. <laughs> oh man. Well, you know, I would say that uh, you know, it was just so great, uh, you know, to have an opportunity to meet you, Gator. And so I was like, oh my gosh. I mean, I love meeting people <laughs> and I know that uh, you know, I one of those people that I can pretty much um I've been able to have the ability to to meet and greet and talk to anyone. You know, and, and it has been really just, I'm just so blessed to be able to do that. And I think part of it's growing up and being a Southern girl, right? Yeah. So, yeah. And to, but also I think the other piece is, is to be able to listen, mm-hmm. you know, to what people say. And maybe it could be a part of me because, you know, part of my, um, my background is that, you know, I was in sales for, you know, several years when I worked for Coca-Cola. And I remember taking, we were taking, a, you know, a six-week course on how to, to talk to people and how to, but it was really more about listening to people because a lot of yeah. times I think part of the problem, we get, you know, we get really anxious because people are not hearing us. Yeah. And I always say that a couple things is that, you know, one, you gotta, you know, when you talk about, you know, feeling depression or feeling, you know, down and out is, you know, a lot of you gotta fake it till you make it. Right. Yeah. You just, you know, you got to shift it. Like, we have a choice to make. Like, do we want to stay down in this 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 dump, or are we going to, you know, crawl ourselves out of that? But all those things, Eric, you is important. Like walking, you know, outside, getting that fresh air, yeah. getting that, you know, they told us the whole time when we were in the lockdown, it's okay, go outside, breathe those that those, those you know that natural air that that that's coming in and and the the sunlight and you know I'm very fortunate because being in in Brooklyn, you know, I would walk to, you know, the pier, mm-hmm. you know, walk every day. I mean, you know, now it's a little, you know, it's a little cold, uh, <laughs> but, I, you know, I'm, but I'm visualizing walking to the pier. Uh, but, you know, but I have, you know, I'm in an area where I can, you know, see the beauty. And I think that that really does, does us change it, to change your mood about it. But like I said, maybe it's your favorite song. Maybe it's, you know, you know, or that favorite book or just or maybe calling someone that you hadn't talked to in a long time. I mean, yeah. I do that. Doing that right, right. A lot where if that person's on my mind, I go, man, you know, or I've got a group of people on my through my my close knit friends on the DM and we'll see something and we just constantly go back and forth and we send funny memes and yeah. posts and just laugh and just joke and say, this person is just out of control and insane. <laughs> we just laugh about it. But it's those things that, you know, that it's, it's whatever that is, that's going to, you know, change your mood. You should definitely do that. Yes. And, you know, and I just, I mean, I love it. I can, you know, I don't sleep a lot and people say, well, how, you know, how do you, you focus and and I just become hyper focused, but it is I I go 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 and then I'm like man I gotta just I gotta relax relax so you know and I will I'll take that time yeah to sleep or 
it's okay to say no. You can't do everything. Ooh, that's a big one. The word, the smallest word, and it was the hardest thing for me to say is no. Just I can't do it or I don't want to. I just I do not want to. And did you right. find yourself always trying to explain, like, oh yeah, I can't I can't do it. nope. You know, it's like, do you wanna do you wanna go shopping today? No. Yeah. Um, or if I do, like, yes. Yeah. So I think that the, the two best words that we can possibly use is either no, I'm not going to do this, or yes, I'm definitely going to do that. So, but it all depends on where, you know, how you use them, but you never, you shouldn't have to explain why you're going to say yes or why you're going to say no. And I think that that's also changed, you know, my thought processes as, as well. Yeah. You know, no is a complete it, sentence. That's it. That's it. Yeah. You know, but I that. love this. I am so honored and glad that you showed up for us today and that you spent this time with us. This was awesome. Um, before oh. we get out of here, I wanna do you want do you have anything new upcoming? Um, any kind of events, anything that you want to share with the viewers that you have coming up? Well, you know, I mean, now that it is 2022, you know, I've got a couple of uh, book clubs coming up. So I'm always interested. Like one of the things that you'll know about me, anyone who is in book clubs or, you know, or, you know, I never turn down anyone who is interested in learning more about the books. Uh, you know, I, like I said, I am, you know, working on other projects and, you know, mm -hmm. I have to get mentally prepared to work on book three. Okay. Uh, yeah, because book two is a cliffhanger. And and, and so I've already got people <laughs> saying, hey, it's time to, you know, it, it, it's time to start working on that. But I'm also a screenwriter as well. So I got some other projects that, uh, you know, is coming down the pike. But, you know, I just, like I said, um, would love it. And, you know, people can, you know, send me a, you know, send me a note. Let me know that you read the book, that you are interested in learning more about. Uh, the character, you know, please go on my website, you know, larisabates.com and sign up for the newsletter. And uh, okay. so I, you know, I'm definitely keeping all the events, but, you know, it is, you know, it's been a great ride. I mean, it has been a great ride and just to, you know, talk to people and how excited they are about, you know, learning more about Bonita. Yay. It's been happy to know that, you know, that I'm, actually doing something worthwhile and yes. so, yeah. so can they can, can they get access to all of that when they follow your instagram page yes yes and uh you know not only do you have the larissa bates but there's also author larissa bates on instagram okay there's like i said if you go on uh you know larissabates.com you'll see there's my blog that's there this information about the books and any upcoming events, you can find it all about that. But, you know, if you're interested in reading the book, you know, you, like I said, you go on, you know, the best, the best way is going on is amazon.com. Okay. And you can purchase both books. And the beauty, the great thing about the book is that you can not only get the, you know, you can get the paperback, you can get audible, you can get the digital. So the ebook, so, you know, all of those are available. On, on Amazon, Barnes and Noble, Target, Walmart, 
So, like I said, I was—I always get chuckled when some people send me uh, pictures. I guess what? It's in Walmart. I was like, you know, you have made it. <laughs> it's in Walmart. I saw so that I photo today when I was looking at your page. I saw the photo of the book on the Walmart shelf. I was like, yes, maybe yes. I don't even have to wait to go to Amazon. I can just go to Walmart and get it. Yeah, I was all excited. So now you are in Texas, right? Mm -mm, Louisiana. Oh, Louisiana. That's right. That's right. <laughs> Louisiana. Yes. Louisiana. Oh, man. I love New Orleans. Like, New Orleans is my is my spot. I love, actually love New Orleans. Well, yeah. So Next I'm time you're park. down, we can get together. Oh, yeah. Come on now, Erica. I'm down there. You want to do a book club? You know, I was definitely down there to come down there. But, uh, yeah. yeah. So, again, if anybody's interested, like I said, you know, you have to write LarisaBates.com. All the info that you possibly need. And like I, I said, and then, you know, and then follow me on the Louisa Bates and so that you can see um, doing the most. Doing the most. <laughs> yes. Somebody, somebody in the comments said doing the most is hilarious. <laughs> <laughs> they said they love it. Let's see. Where was that at? Let's go okay, back. Somebody. Yes. She said doing the most is hilarious. She loves your posts. <laughs> All right. Yeah, they are some kind of special. They are some kind of special. But like I said, they range from everything, everything, everything from dancing to singing to just, you know, funny skits. Like, yeah. you know, um, but, you know, definitely uh, if you got any ideas or you got any posts that you want to consider, I'll put them in the queue. <laughs> I have a whole queue of, of them. But, you know, if yes. I could do that. I could do that for a living, and all I did was to research and post those every day. That would be I, my that would literally if, be my dream. Right. If if I learned the secret sauce to become a, a a TikTok creator and I can get paid just making TikTok videos, I quit my other oh, jobs. Oh, <laughs> uh, you know, one of the things that you know we talked about, you know, leave you with this was that, you know, so here I'm thinking, I'm like, oh, you know, I'm gonna I do Instagram and Facebook and Twitter and I'll start TikTok. And I was like, you know what? This is where you have to decide you have to draw the line. So <laughs> I did a few TikToks, but I just, that was just another mindset that I just didn't do it. I said, let me just focus on my Instagram and my Facebook. Uh, you know, I can, I can post. I know those two, they, they go together. And, and like I said, I can do my doing the most and I can tag on Go buy the book. Yes. <laughs> you sound just like me. It's like every time a new social platform, social media platform comes out, it's like, oh, I just learned this one. And you know, even trying to maintain my YouTube is like, okay, oh you, know, you know, I'll, I'll post some things up, but for the most part, I mean, I think that you just have to choose one to maybe three platforms and that, that's it that's what you you know you focus on exactly we're gator about it gator <laughs> we're about to get out of here gator yeah no i was sitting i was listening huh were you at the back cave yes i am in <laughs> the quarantine like cave right now <laughs> <laughs> i am i'm in the back cave i am quarantine cave you know but yeah yeah i mean I had to try to transfer over to to better accommodations. I apologize, <laughs> but I was listening to everything. I was I was trying to I was doing this for Larissa because every time I talk to Larissa, I'm in my car. 
Yeah. So I'm like, you know what? <laughs> Let me try to get better surroundings for her. So she won't be like, this man lives in his car. <laughs> what you got to do, what you got to do, Hey, do what you got to do. <laughs> what, you want to leave the people with something before we close out? Man, all I got to say is go buy Larissa's books. Support her. We always talk about in our community how, you know, the right people are getting supported and we we pushing our our attention to the trash and all that stuff out there. Hey, look, this is someone that is worthy of being supported. Y'all go out and and support her in any way you can. Yes. I appreciate Thank you so much. This has been so much fun. I really do appreciate both of you. Thank you so much. And just to be able to, and, you know, I applaud you for having these discussions. And hope, like I said, it just, you get it out to the world. People need to hear it. People want to hear it. And it's not just like, you know, there's, there's three things that we do in this world. There's, you know, you entertain, you inter you inform or you educate. Mm -hmm. Yes. So, yes, and we yes. try to do a little yeah, bit of both, of, all three of those, and then we try to, um, we we talk about serious topics, but we also try to, you know, have some fun with it as well. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and that makes people right, right. They get the message, but they also want to come back and hear next week's message. Right. Well, I will definitely be back. You know, like I said, I'll, yeah, I'll <laughs> come on back. You know, yes. I love it. I Know, and thank you so much for thank you, know, you. Inviting me out. And you know, like I said, I'm going you know share the love, and I'm going to make yes. sure that people know. So next week we have uh, Miss Ursula B. She's a mental health and wellness advocate, and we're going to be talking about the ten signs of being a people pleaser, Ooh, and, yeah. and how how to get out of that people pleasing spirit. Well, hopefully she'll talk about the power of no. Yes, Look, the power of no yeah. is going to be in there. <laughs> yep, yep, yep. Yes. Yeah, we, well, thank you, everybody. Good. Yeah, thank everybody in the comments. Y'all were awesome. Y'all really made our day. Y'all added to the conversation. We appreciate y'all so much. And y'all come back and see us again next Sunday, same time, same place. Peace. <laughs> Peace. <laughs>